We're Michelle and Lucy, your deep dietitians, having raw and honest conversations, revealing the secrets of being truly nourished and empowered in mind, body, and soul. Hello, wonderful listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Deep Dietitians podcast. Michelle and Lucy here. Hello. It's wonderful to be here with you all today. Yay. We're so excited for today's episode. And um, Lucy, I'm excited to just kind of tell everyone what I have going on before we before we jump in, if that's cool with you. It's, I'm totally here for it because listeners, Michelle has a lot of fun things coming up and a lot of like, if this podcast speaks to you, there's so much more around soul nourishment and connection that Michelle has planned for you. So tell us all about it, Michelle. Yes. I'm really excited. Yeah. Because it's kind of been a long time coming. Um, so I want to make sure all you guys listening, um, are fully aware of the self trust workshop that I am hosting on June 8th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. It is completely free and it is virtual, of course. So no matter where in the world you find yourself, um, if you're someone who's struggling with trusting your opinions, yourself, your intuition, if you find yourself doubting yourself, if you are sick of valuing other people's opinions above your own, um, then I really hope you join us on Tuesday the 8th for this workshop. And it has everything to do with not just nutrition, but with like all areas of your life when you have a stronger sense of self-trust, if that makes sense. So I'm excited. Oh, that sounds so exciting. Like truly friends, I've had the pleasure of knowing Michelle for a couple a couple years now. And I wanted to call you like the connection queen because you always, like I'm sure with your clients, but at least with me, you always invite me to connect with myself. And there's so much power that's within us that you don't, you just don't even know is there until you tap into it. So like you said, Michelle, it's really all interconnected. And I think everyone listening should go jump into the workshop because it's going to be amazing. Yes. Thank you, Lucy. Yeah. You can find the link to sign up in the show notes here. I just jumped right in and like started this episode off with that because I'm so excited. I feel like it, that connection piece is so important. And I feel like I've been like talking about it all the time. Um, And this is just a good place and space to like, actually learn how to connect and then use that connection in all areas of your life with nutrition, with your relationships, with soul nourishment, with all those things. So I just had to, I just had to get it out there. So yay. I hope to see you guys there and I'm ready to jump into this kind of another mini episode. I don't know about you, but I'm liking the mini episodes. What do you, what about you, Lisa? I like the many episodes. I feel like they're clear, concise, to the point. And I'm excited for this topic today too, because we talk a lot about food freedom and soul nourishment and all this stuff. And it's kind of like, it can feel vague if this is like a new concept to you, even if it's not. I'm excited to get more into specifics today about non-weight related wins. And again, I think this is so important because like we, our episode a couple of weeks ago was the importance of having a vision. And this is going to be really good for you, whoever's listening, to just give yourself an idea of what a more feel-good approach to nutrition actually looks like so you can give yourself that vision. So yeah, I'm excited for this. 
Totally. And I, I think this is a really good episode for anyone who is maybe healing from dieting or maybe who doesn't want to use the scale or weight as the only indicator of success. And okay, like that means I'm doing quote unquote good with my eating habits because the scale tells me so, or, you know, things like that. If you're someone who like, you're aware that that's not working for you and you want to break away from that, yet you feel kind of like, well, then how else am I going to measure progress and validate myself, which really are as humans, important things, whatever you're working towards. Like, so even though the scale and weight might not be the best things for everyone to use, you still do need to find some kind of, you know, pieces of data, if you will, that kind of validate, that help you validate your efforts and yourself. I think that's important. Um, so the, these ideas or these, what we'll kind of go over these wins are things that both Lucy and I use, um, I, I feel like personally for ourselves, but also, um, while we work with our clients. So I'm excited yeah. to just kind of share all this with everyone so they can, you know, feel good on their journeys. Yes. And I just want to highlight again, what Michelle just said, because I think in the culture that we live in, especially with diet culture, it's hard to see these wins as just as, if not more valid than weight changes or what the number on the scale looks like. So again, like we really want to share these with you to just help you validate within yourself that these are really important and these make a huge difference. In fact, I think when people set weight loss goals, they almost are looking for these types of wins, Mm -hmm. especially if you ever feel out of control around food or you are in this dieting cycle and you have a bad relationship with food. I think like, because we're in like diet culture, it's like weight loss will fix all your problems. When in reality, you might be looking for all the things that we're about to be talking about. I love what you just said, Lucy. A lot of the times when we are setting weight loss goals and people are, it might, for some, it might really be like, yes, getting, you know, losing fat, things like that might be on your agenda, but you nailed it. Like a lot of these non-weight related wins is what we're actually really searching for. We just, again, don't highlight the importance of this. Like we put weight, like the physical weight, we give that more importance and weight than some of these non, non-weight related wins, because that's the culture and society we live in. And we just want to remind you that these are just as important, if not more important, oftentimes more important than the actual physical weight. So, and even not even just from like the mental health standpoint, but like literally from a physical health standpoint as well as health professionals, I think we can both confirm that. So, hey, so let's jump in. I'm curious, Lucy, like what's the, what are like one of the main progress markers or non-weight related wins that you wish for your clients? Mm. So, This one I'm sharing first because this is like usually the first step that I see happen with clients is that they think about food less. Mm -hmm. Because what I find with a lot of my clients when they first come to me, they are thinking about food all the time, 24-7. That's what they're thinking about. And so when you start to trust your body, and this again is like the highlight, highlighting the importance of trust with yourself, you tune into your body, you learn to trust your body. You don't feel like you have to think and micromanage yourself around food. And so when you start to tune into that trust and you start to build that relationship with yourself and your body, you stop thinking about food as often. And you create a lot of like mental space to think about other things in your life. And that is so number one, freeing, but also it brings so much more joy because as wonderful as food is, 
there's a lot more exciting things that you can think about in your life and that are more nourishing to think about and focus on. So thinking about food less is such a huge milestone. And if you're in that place where you're thinking about food all the time, you probably know just how, how much of a life enhancer that can be. Mm, yes. I love that. I love like the, the idea, not even the idea, but the reality of when you start realizing like, Oh, I'm maybe I used to always be thinking about like food, either what I'm going to eat next or just stressing or whatever that is. And then you're kind of like, Oh wait, I didn't even think it's almost like an X, right? It's like you're <laughs> getting over someone and you're like, Oh yeah, I didn't even think about him today or like for the last three hours. So yeah. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I, I think one of the things that I start to see in the beginning with clients who are working on, you know, all of, all of this good stuff is becoming aware of when they're eating just to eat versus eating because they actually are hungry. So I guess making that like mind body connection and just that awareness, right? That in interceptive awareness of like, oh, like I'm not really hungry or like, oh wow, like I'm using food as a crutch for my boredom or to manage stress or emotional eating, things like that. Yeah. And I think that that's super important. And that is a non-skill win or a non-weight related win because that awareness is so important, right? Where so many of us are like on autopilot and it doesn't matter like if you are losing weight following a meal plan or whatever, or in any other way, like you have to have that awareness piece. So like to have the awareness piece is a non-weight related win. And then to like use it and build upon it are more like non-scale related wins. Does does that make sense? Yes. I love that you said that because it's about that awareness. And I think that's, again, what a lot of people are searching for. And, and I think that a lot of people think that they'll find it through education or something like that. And this is where, again, it's like this importance of tuning into yourself. There's a lot of answers within yourself and you have to create that awareness and I want to even take that a step further too, because just the aha is huge. And I wonder if people discredit it because just because you have the awareness doesn't mean that you're going to follow through on it. And that's okay. Mm. Just creating the awareness first is important because the, like the awareness and then the behavior change are different things. They're both wonderful, beautiful wins. But I think sometimes people then beat themselves up because they think, oh my God, I ate this and I didn't need to, I was eating out of boredom. Like it's a bad thing, but when you celebrate yourself for that awareness, then you can make better decisions in the future. And so again, I want to highlight that and also like maybe segue into the next one of like the awareness is really great. And then being able to follow through totally. and actually eat in attunement or just like within that awareness of like, oh, I'm eating because of boredom or I'm not, I'm bored right now, but I'm not going to eat. I'm going to do something that's like entertaining or whatever it is. Right. I love that. Yes. And I feel like that's so important, Lucy. You nailed it. Like, I think many people are so hard on themselves when they're like, and they, they skip the acknowledgement of celebrating that, just having that awareness in the moment of your trigger, you know, or of like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this thing when before you were on autopilot and now you're aware, even if you're like, oh my gosh, I eat when I'm really pissed off at, you know, my boyfriend, I just go home and eat or like, whatever. That was a weird example. Yeah. But like <laughs> that actually is a non-scale win because you are 
where you were on autopilot before, now you're aware. So that's moving in an empowered direction. And I love what you just said, like then follow, and then to build upon that, following through on the awareness. So like, oh my gosh, I'm in, I'm about to eat because I'm pissed off at my boyfriend and I'm going to take a step now towards going to the gym instead and like releasing that in a different way or journaling it out. That's mm-hmm. another non-scale victory. And yeah. even if you don't like do the follow through and you're just like aware, aware. And I, and I share this with clients all the time when they start bringing in a question as simple as, am I really hungry, you know, into their self-talk. And I say to them like, Hey, just a word of caution. Like you're going, you're likely going to find yourself saying, am I really hungry? And there's probably going to be a moment or two where you're like, no, and you're still going to eat. But that's okay because it's almost like shedding the light, shedding the light, shedding the light until you're just like, holy cow, like, okay, I'm sick of being sick of myself over this and I'm going to do something else. So that's okay. It doesn't mean like you have to like be aware and then make the change, but both being aware and then making the change are non-weight related wins. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I would even say like, you know, the intuitive eating authors call that eating for physical rather than emotional reasons. So again, it's not bad. Like if you want to eat for emotional reasons, go Mm -hmm. for it. But also it's the skill of being able to choose to do a non-food response to your emotion versus a food response. Totally. And that kind of makes me want to say another, like segue into another um, weight related win. And I think saying no to free food or offered food because you don't just, you just don't want it. And again, there's nothing wrong because Lucy, you're right. You know, like if you eat when you're not physically hungry, it's not a bad thing. We do do it. It's just the, the main difference is having the choice, like making an empowered choice of like, you know what? I'm not really hungry, but it's free ice cream. And like, I really want it like part on some level. I want this, but it's making the choice. And I think when you are making progress and a non-weight related win is turning down free food or offered food, because that's really hard for a lot of people. Uh. And when you want to be empowered and maybe make choices in that moment aligned with your physical health or aligned with honoring your physical hunger, then saying no, like that's huge. That is a freaking win right there. It totally is because I think it it just demonstrates that you have a more abundance mindset around food. It's not a scarcity like I'll never have this food again or you know what I mean? It's like choosing to honor how you feel first over external circumstances around your food because it could be free food or it could be at like this one time special event. Like I remember when I started healing my relationship to food, I would go to weddings and that's like a one-time thing. You're never going to have that menu. You're never going to experience that cake again. And I would honor my body's like fullness cues. And I was like, this is so weird. And yes. Oh, I just got the chills because like, (laughs) no, I'm laughing because I feel like that's so true. And Mm -hmm. like so many people can relate to that where like you have that, like, I used to go to family parties and there'd be such good food. I would just overeat like so much and be so uncomfortable. And it's like that, you know, that inner shift of like, when then you, when you go and you're like, oh no. And like, you feel you don't feel that urgency to overeat everything and like that, like, oh, but I, it's only once a year or, you know, at a wedding. And it's like, you, you either just feel comfortable saying no, or you've learned how to 
have a tasting and that be enough. Like, okay, so if you know, like this is a non-weight related win, like beyond saying no, it's like if you're at a buffet or something and there's so much good food, like you kind of know how to balance, like how can I enjoy what's here while still feeling good physically in my body? Because that's important to me this evening as well. It's like, okay, you kind of know to get a little bit of each sampling, you know what I'm saying? And like that gets to feel like enough. You don't need to go gavone at every station because this only is once a, you know, once in a blue moon and that, and I feel like people will either like feel that and get that or they won't if I didn't like verbalize that correctly. But I totally got what you just said. And I think that is such like a moment of like, whoa, like I didn't need a gavone everything. Like that's hashtag a win. (laughs) No, I love that because it's true. Like I think people either get it or they don't. And that kind of leads, I think, to another good non-food or non-scale win, which is for foods in the past that you might have binged on, now you're able to eat them in a new way. So not even that you say no to them. And maybe that means sometimes you do say no, but eating them in a way where it's like, maybe you don't like eat like a ton of servings from the buffet, but you eat like the servings that make you feel good. Or instead of binging the entire peanut butter jar, you have like two spoonfuls. And it's easy for you to say no, because you're actually like honoring your fullness. And also to like, to build upon that, like, basically this is a part of that is like being able to be around foods that you previously were binging on. So I think one being around them maybe, and then two, like another even higher level of that is being able to eat them without the binge, without that response of like, Oh my God, I'm never going to have this again. It's like, Oh, I can be around the food. It doesn't have that same pull. Yeah. Or it's less because again, guys, it doesn't mean we're going all or nothing. Like don't expect like, Oh, well, I guess I'm not healed at all. It's like, no, notice that change where maybe you were like triggered like 10 out of 10 on a scale of triggeredness, if that's a thing. (laughs) And now you're around the peanut butter and you're like, Oh, okay. There's still a pull. It's maybe a seven out of 10, but it's less. Acknowledge that celebrate that because that helps you realize I'm making progress and to keep going. And then of course, yeah, like if you're then able to eat the food and not to binge on it, like that's a humongo one, I feel like, like a non-scale or a non-wheat related. Yeah, for sure. It's so true. And even like to, on top of that, it's like, even if you have like having those foods in your house, like I remember one of my clients who was like, oh my God, I have two jars of peanut butter in my cupboard right now. And they've been there for weeks. And that was like the biggest win to her because she used to not be able to have like peanut butter in the house. Like she couldn't even do it, you know, mm-hmm. or like pints of ice cream. And she would be like, oh my God, I still have three pints of ice cream. They've been there for a couple months. Like, you know, like they've been there for a couple of weeks. Like she was just so excited about it because she felt comfortable around those foods, having them in the house and knowing that and trusting herself that she wasn't going to like do the all or nothing thing. She was like, I can just have a couple spoonfuls or I have one serving and it's enough and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, that's, that is huge. And sometimes my favorite part about these things is that we don't really realize them until we real like, do you, I mean, obviously yeah. like you don't realize that until like, you're like, oh wow, I've had that pint of ice cream in my fridge for like a month or like longer. And like before it would be gone in a night, you yeah. know, so like these things guys are super important. And we don't like celebrate them enough. We don't talk about them enough because they often don't lead 
quickly in this fast paced society to direct physical outcomes. You know, like we don't see the direct payoff. And when we live in an instant gratification culture, we therefore tend to undervalue these progress markers, but they're actually huge because to segue just a second here, I don't know if we could go backwards, Lucy, if you want, but I, I do want for my people who are like, hey, these are great, but like my physical health is important too. Like, like I don't, I'm not sold or whatever. I, I want to remind you though, that these are the um, precedus pre- whatever I'm trying to, the word, the thing that comes before prerequisites, prerequisites we'll go with. Yes. I was saying, (laughs) I make up my own words sometimes. Um, These things are really like the prerequisites. And these are the things, I don't know about you, Lucy, but like I have clients who, yes, we're working on, you know, physical goal, like physical health goals, um, not just weight, but like changing your, your blood work, like change, like things that, yes, I know what you're like, I know what some people are saying, like, yes, but what about the physical health? Mm -hmm. But what I, what lights me up is like, when I start to hear these things happening, it's almost like, it's like the budding flower, like that physical result of maybe yes, the scale changing or the clothes fitting differently or the blood work improving or whatever that is the more physical bio we would call those like biomarkers. They're just about to change, right? Because these are the things 99% of the time that are the prerequisite to have the flower blossom, right? And the flower blossom being like your physical, that physical change that society like misleads you into believing that it's going to happen like this overnight. And it's like, no, 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 no. And if it does, guess what? I hate to tell you, you're really likely not going to sustain it. So I want you to kind of, for those of you listening who are like, yeah, that's great and all, but like, I have a physical goal to get to, or like my cholesterol is higher. Like my insulin levels are through the root. Like those are very real things. And yet we can't necessarily change them overnight if we want to sustain it. And I don't know about you, but when I think about physical health, like I don't want to just like change physical, like that's not even a real thing, right? Like, so these things I want you to kind of get comfortable with and welcome, welcome them in as your progress markers, because these are important. These are the, the water to your plant. They're the oxygen, they're the sun, like that's what's letting the physical change happen. Does does that make sense, Lucy? Yeah. It makes a lot of sense that as important, but I wanted to just share with people who are like, yeah, but like I don't see the value in these, even though yeah. I, mean, I think these are the best part of it all. But well, I think they're the best part because this is what we experience on a day to day basis. Like you're not looking at your blood levels every single day. I'm assuming, right? Like that's not <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe so. <laughs> I mean, maybe no no judgment, but. <laughs> And I think, but a lot of people do check their weight for this sense Mm -hmm. of like validation, Mm -hmm. but this is like the feel good validation that really truly changes your quality of life because you're not sitting here thinking like, you know, thinking poorly of yourself or feeling insecure or feeling sick because you binged on food. Like this really affects your quality of life. And then it makes it really sustainable. And then it leads you to another win, which I think is really great which is actually because you're now connected with yourself, you're connected with your body. You have this more like abundant mindset, all of these things you can't do if you're restricting, like you just, you really can't, I don't think. And so then you have this place of like, and being in trust with yourself and trust with your body. And then, like you said, the precursor is actually learning and choosing foods that are more healthy and more like physically health promoting 
because you actually genuinely want them. Not because you know it's the right thing to do or you should yes. because it's how you yeah. eat cholesterol. It's like, this is what my client was telling me yesterday. And I was like, self-living excited. Cause she was like, I like wanted salad. She was like, I could not wait to eat a salad. And it felt so good. It was the best thing. All I want to do is eat this Greek yogurt. She was like, this is what I genuinely wanted. And she was like, it felt so different from how it has felt in the past because I just felt like I should. And if I didn't, it was like the biggest splurge of my life. And I, you know, going back into this like old mindset. And now she's like, I'm really excited to try these new foods because she's also working on cholesterol. And she's like, I'm really excited to actually just experiment. Like it's not a right or wrong thing. It's like, I'm looking forward to eating more like healthy choices. Yes. I love that. And that is like the biggest, I feel like non-weight related win that again, guys, is the thing that's going to keep you consistent. Like that's what becomes the intrinsic motivator, which we know is the most powerful type of motivation. It's not the scale, even though we think like, oh, but if the scale improves, I'll keep going. Right. It's like, no, because once you made this inner progress, which it might feel like foreign right now or so far away right now, you know, you're going to be unstoppable and it's going to be so second nature to you um, in the future. Maybe not in this moment, but it's, and that as like dietitians, like, of course, you know, that's, I feel like it's our dream for our clients to really like not feel like, oh, I have to eat the salad or like, I have to eat the lean protein, but it's like, you know what? I want to eat these things because I feel good in my body. And that is why, guys, I'm so big on connection because this way you're when you are connected and you feel the physical benefit, I don't have to, me and Lucy don't have to tell you guys about like, oh, well, it's good for you and that's why and it'll help lower your cholesterol because honestly, yes, education is power and can be motivating. But in my opinion, the feeling is is the motivator, right? Because then you're like, oh, wait a minute. When I eat like that and I choose these foods that make me feel good, which, oh, would you look at that? Just so happen to be very nutritious and good for my physical body. I feel great and I want to keep eating like that. Yeah. And, you know, it, we again, nothing's all or nothing. Nothing's black and white. Of course, you're going to have days where you're like, no, I want the cake. And in fact... That's part of balance. And that's another non-weight related win when you can eat the, you know, a balance of foods. Yeah. Um, but the point is, yes, the choosing, when you start to notice that you're choosing foods that are nutritious because you want them versus then you really just ha always have to, that is a time to celebrate because that is definitely a non-weight related win. Yeah, it's so true. And then I think that also leads to like what you just touched on a little bit too, Michelle, which is you're able to eat foods that are like not quote unquote, like the healthiest mm -hmm. without anxiety, because you realize like you can eat them in a balance and it's very okay. And like you feel it in your body, like there's this, this sense of trust. So you no longer have anxiety over eating foods that might have once done that, like high calorie foods or like dessert or whatever it is. You don't have the anxiety because you trust yourself to also want the healthy options too. And like, I think it's unhealthy to only eat quote unquote healthy foods. Like I think that is actually unhealthy, you know, right. it's, it's not, it's not sustainable. Totally. Not and a hundred percent. And I think the last thing, cause I know we're running out of time here that goes with that is that when you realize like you don't have that cheat day mentality. So you, and this guys, this is why we're saying it's kind of unhealthy if you can't eat foods that are, 
not nutritious. So cookies and cakes that are not physically nutritious, right? Because people always are like, oh, well, it's nutritious for my soul. And it absolutely is, which food should be, and it is. So when you welcome that into your balanced diet and you can do that with like ease and not feel triggered, you tend to get away from the cheat day mentality. So when you start looking at your week and there's no really quote unquote neat feel for a cheat day, I would definitely say that's a non-weight related win as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I'll just toss another one out there is having more respect for your body (laughs) just before we go, because in that way you're like connected to your body, you're respecting your body and having more, even if your weight fluctuates, you have this sense of trust and respect and connection with your body. And so it doesn't affect you as, as much because you know that there's more important things to think about and focus yes. on. So when you're on the same side with uh, as your body, like you're okay. you're sitting at the same table on the same side of the table with it, and you're kind of like, okay, this is a we're synergistic. We're in we're, this is a partnership. You know, we're in this together. Like it's yes. not me against my body. I a hundred percent. That's a no number on the scale can make you feel that feeling, and that's where this inner work is, and the trust, the compassion, the self talk. So. Mm, yes. I love that. I feel like they, you guys listening, like, I hope you at least got one thing that maybe you realize like, wow, I have made progress. I, regardless of what the scale says or the numbers say, like, I actually have made progress after hearing these other non-weight related wins, because again, these are so important. So I hope, I hope this kind of opened your guys's mind or, Uh, maybe just validated something in you that you already knew, like it was a, it was a good thing that you were doing, but like society doesn't validate it. So here we are helping you validate yourself that these things are just as important, if not more important than, you know, numbers. It's so true. Like truly like pat yourself on the back, celebrate yourself. If you even like resonate with any of these, because like Michelle said, like just, this is, (laughs) these are huge wins again, arguably more important than the scale. So we appreciate you all for being here. Thank you. Let us know on Instagram if you have experienced any of these wins, if you are looking to experience any of these wins, what it would do for you. I'm just getting so excited just talking about this. I'm like, oh my God, this is so life-changing. Yes. Yeah. Please let us know. Like what what did we miss with the non-weight related wins that you have seen in your own journey that maybe people normally wouldn't celebrate, but you have, because we want to, you know, we want to celebrate you and, and acknowledge that inner work that you all are doing so well. And always, you know, if this calls to you to share, you know, someone who can listen to it or, or listen and benefit from it, please go ahead and share this episode with them. Yeah. Share, rate, subscribe. We would love to have it. <laughs> love to see it all. Love to see your reactions. Um, And we appreciate you for being here and we'll see you next week. Yes. We'll catch you guys next week.